Hello and welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast, and I'm your host, Luke McLean. This is a show where I'll be interviewing experts on all things mental health and well-being, such as mindfulness, resilience, gratitude, taking back the power of your mind, acceptance, and letting go. Powerful and interesting topics that are designed to be able to get you out of autopilot and get you to living a healthier, happier life. Hey guys, so today I want to talk to you about how to manage your personal mental health and well-being during the coronavirus pandemic. Whether you're trying to support other people or just trying to get through yourself, it is extremely important to understand how we can look after ourselves and then implement a plan of action to do so. If you're currently feeling like you are struggling with meaning and purpose, guilty for sitting still, needing something to feel a sense of belonging, aching at the sight of people hurting, isolated, lacking connection, or maybe you're experiencing fear, stress, overwhelm, or anxiety, I am here to help. Look, depending on where you are in the world and what restrictions you already have in place, it's certainly a difficult period. There's no, there's no dodging that. Many people are losing their jobs and or businesses, plus we are dealing with a major health crisis that is making many people ill and it's taking many lives. On top of this, there is mass fear throughout the world. This situation, which comes with forced isolation and higher unmanaged levels of stress, combined with lack of meaningful work, poor diet and exercise, and etc., all of this will result in increased mental health issues. And as I did, many will just try and get through. But we need to realize that if we want to help other people, which naturally all humans do, we need to understand the importance of looking after and managing our own mental health and well-being. This is why at Mind Over Matter, we're passionate about supporting you wherever you are in the world and whatever pain you're currently going through, we can get through this together. And look, my passion for wanting to provide education and support is driven from my own experiences with mental health and you know issues and also addiction i survived for many years trying to find cures for my own addiction and behaviors you know i struggled i tried to do everything alone and basically the message is things can improve and i'm here living proof of that look do i still struggle absolutely at times particularly with events like what's going on right now but i know that with the right support structure around me and a well-being plan in place that works for me, I will be okay. And that's what I want to go through. That's what I want to provide you. So together, let's put this well-being plan in action. One of the most important things is to stay connected. Disconnect from meaningful relationships is one of the leading causes of depression. So it's important that we find ways to stay connected during these times. Now more than ever, people need to find smarter ways to stay connected. So let's discuss how to stay connected whilst in isolation. Check in with friends, family and neighbours regularly, wherever you can. Assist people in your life who may be more vulnerable. If you've got access to it, use technology to stay in touch. If you have a smartphone, use the video capabilities because seeing someone's facial expressions can help increase connection. Think about how you can interact with others without putting your health or theirs at risk. Number two, breath work. Breath work has been used for thousands of years to access the stillness that exists beyond the thinking mind. 
It is an indispensable method for supporting the body's peak health and vitality, increasing concentration and awareness, and experiencing profound love and fulfillment from within. Breathing exercises can help you relax because they make your body feel like it does when you are already relaxed. Deep breathing is one of the best ways to lower stress in the body. This is because when you breathe deeply, it sends a message to your brain to calm down and relax. The brain then sends this message to your body. Those things that happen when you are stressed, such as increased heart rate, fast breathing and high blood pressure, all decrease as you breathe deeply to relax. The way you breathe affects your whole body and breathing exercises are a great way to relax, reduce tension and relieve stress. Breathing exercises are easy to learn. You can do them whenever you want and you don't need any special tools or equipment to do them. You can do different exercises, so see what works best for you. Number two, sleep. Everything is better with a good night's sleep. When you're tired, you're far from your best self. Basic tasks seem difficult. Your thinking slows down and you snap at the people you care about. Compound this over numerous nights and you quickly spiral into crisis. It's simple. There's no wellness without proper sleep. It's where the body and the mind engage in deep healing and rejuvenation. If you want to optimize the hours you're awake, you need to be putting more focus on the hours that you're not. A few changes to your bedtime routine and daily schedule can dramatically improve your life. Another important thing is to find perspective through gratitude. With the buildup of negative stories in the news and across all media outlets, it's easy to look at the doom and gloom. Practicing gratitude, however, can allow us to access the positives we all have in our lives and to see the silver lining in the situation. When you take a breath and step back, your heartfelt thankfulness for your blessing slows you down and it fills you up. It can be as simple as taking time out of the day to list three things you're grateful for, or you can look at the situation now. What is a positive of the situation you are currently in? For example, is being locked away making you find new things to do like study, reflect, connect, find a routine that works for you? By having a routine, we have meaning and purpose, plus we are also able to reflect on what is and what isn't working for us. From a well-being standpoint, we want to focus on ticking off a checklist which covers all aspects, so at least one activity from each of these categories, one being physical. This can be things like working out, walking, nutrition, yoga, breath work, cold showers, etc. The list goes on. Basically, something to stimulate us and release endorphins. Studies show that exercise can treat mild to moderate depression as effectively as antidepressant medication, but without the side effects. So how can we exercise if we're self-isolated and locked up? Maybe try walking around the house and counting how many steps it takes. You can do home workouts. You can do home yoga. You can do the cold showers. You can do breath work. There's many, many ways. Give it a go. Two is the emotional side. This can be things like gratitude journaling, watching movies, listening to music, socializing, etc. Social distancing and self-isolation will be a challenge for many people because humans are innately social. From history to the modern day, we've lived in groups, villages, communities, family units. While we know social isolation has a negative impact on health, we don't really know much about what the effects of compulsory and possibly prolonged Social isolation could be. 
So three, then moves into psychological. This can be things like therapy, creative things like drawing or painting. can be reading, listening to podcasts just like you're doing. All of these are designed to strengthen your brain and reduce stress. Find out what works for you once again. Try reading a book a week. Listen to new podcasts on topics you're interested or you want to grow on. Write a book. Paint a picture a day to tell your story. The possibilities here are endless. And four, spiritual. This can be things like meditation, yoga, getting into nature if possible, even acts of compassion and kindness. All of these are designed to provide us with a sense of calm and alertness. These also allow us to become more present, which means we're focused on the now, not the past or the future. This means that we are living in the moment. From this, try to take one thing from each category and implement it into your routine. Take the time to think about what has worked for you in the past and what you could implement into your daily, weekly, monthly routines. The key here is to create a routine that you can be consistent with. I hope you find value from that, but stick around for a minute as I have an amazing giveaway that is completely free for you to use. And as always, don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified when new episodes are released. And if you like what you hear, we would love for you to leave a review. And if you don't like what you hear, simple, don't leave one. Would you like to work on your wellness, but you have no idea where to start? Well, I have just the thing and you can get started for free. You can discover practices for physical, spiritual, and societal health. We all have those moments where the world feels like it's falling apart. Simple tasks are a grind, and happiness seems just out of reach, but we're here to show you another way. Our partners at the Commune Summit is a completely free 10-day online event featuring 25 of the world's foremost experts on health and wellness. Each day includes a keynote lesson and a daily practice so that step-by-step, You can bring techniques into your life that lead to greater and greater ease and joy. There at Commune, learning is a daily experience. Once you sign up, you'll receive a daily email with access to course videos. This encourages you to develop a habit of wellness. Learn from teachers such as Deepak Chopra, learn yoga with Adrian, cold therapy with Wim Hof, recovery with Russell Brand, breathwork with Scott Schwank, meditation with Light Watkins, just to name a few. So what you can do is sign up for free at one commune, that's O-N-E-C-O-M-M-U-N-E dot com forward slash mind over matter. Thanks so much for listening to the Mind Over Matter podcast show. I'm so thankful for all of our listeners. We want to keep producing content you want to hear. So we would love to hear your feedback. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for all of our latest updates. Stay safe, stay healthy, and much love from me to you. Catch you next time.